And we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am one of your co-hosts, Blake Rufino. Alongside me is my good buddy. Well, not really anymore because he said some very harsh things about Jaden Daniels. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. this? Why don't you? If you're going to clip something, buddy, why don't you clip uh-huh. this? You, okay. you can go after any other quarterback. Don't you come after mine? Okay. You, I reacted to the statement that you made. During the episode, talking oh, so about I'm him not being high in the Heisman odds. He is number two in Heisman odds. Yeah, and I was so commenting if, on if that. You, if you're with your little swoopy uh, Notre Dame hair wants uh-huh. to clip something, buddy, uh-huh. you clip this. Jane Daniels is the best quarterback in the SEC. You know it. Saban knows it. Everybody knows it. And all he's going to do is run up and down and throw up and down the field. And you're going to okay. be like, Oh my God, Brian Kelly, what happened? Oh no, he's having so much success at LSU. It really is us. We can say that he's the best quarterback in the SEC. That's that's Taylor fine. Williams, like I don't here's the truth. I don't Taylor disagree Williams. with that. I just don't think he's gonna win the highest. Here's the truth. I'm reacting Caleb to the statement that you, you made. Caleb Williams okay. is out. Okay. He's not winning it back to back. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's if it came down to it, it'd be him and Drake May. Voter fatigue. Well, you're saying Drake May and Jaden Daniels? No, I think that Bo Nix, Michael Penix. Bo Nix uh, couldn't hold Jaden Daniels' jock strap. Let's pull up their stats from last year. Let's pull okay. up their stats. And let's do Bo Nix in the SEC. He's not in the SEC anymore. He's on a different team. That don't mean anything when the man was in the SEC and was but bourbon. Hold on. Was bourbon dirt. I'm talking about dumpster water. The man sucked. The man was suck. ass. And then he goes to Oregon, a conference that, by the way, doesn't really exist anymore. Oh, what would he do to the back 12? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Jane Daniels runs up and down Nick Saban, and everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. When y'all can't beat Nick Saban to save your life, you're what losing was, Marshall. What was Jane Daniels at Arizona State? Can not, Guys not improve? Can I can they not change he had, and improve? He had 70 percent 76% of the uh, 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 snaps he took throwing the football. 76 of them were under pressure. I, I look, I could pull up a lot of tape. I don't know what the numbers were on Bo Nix under pressure, but I could pull up a lot of tape where Bo Nix was under Bo, a hell of a lot of pressure. Say no to Bo. Look, forget that debate. All I was trying to get at is I don't think he's gonna win the Heisman. Like, I don't think that's a knock on a guy to say that he's not going to win the Heisman. Just like it's, we got into a screaming fit over if, if Jay Daniels could be a first round pick. I don't think it's a knock on a guy to say he's not a first round pick. He could be a really good college quarterback and not be a first round pick or a Heisman Trophy winner. So crazy how you move your things, AKA Stetson Bennett. All right, let's get rolling. Everybody do yeah. us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups, share to all of those social media pages. We'll talk about Florida State, Joe. They, are they on the move? Sounds like it. It sounds like after uh, they they had their little meeting, everybody's having meetings over the past uh, this past week where they're all exploring their options. Everybody's flirting around with everybody right now. We're still at the dance. Everybody's trying to find their partner. Uh, Florida State's not happy though. This is probably the most blatant. Um, not how do I want to put this? I don't know if anyone else has been this upfront with wanting to dip on their conference. They literally said if and when we or when and how we leave is going to be what they're going to be focusing on. Well, this is what they're really doing. They're giving them four notice to get things changed. Yes. Cause here's the truth. You know what it tells me about Florida state? They don't actually want to leave. I don't think they want to go to the sec. I think they want a better deal and are threatening. Okay. The ACC mm-hmm. saying, Hey, if you think we won't do it, you bet you got another thing coming. They said we got to make a move within 12 months. Basically, what they're being told is the ACC, you got 12 months to get us more money. I I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves because after we get through the break, uh, I know that we're going to really get heavy in on this. But I don't disagree with that being a possibility, but I feel like they're posturing right before the ACC meetings for their way of saying, present something that is going to be more favorable to us in Clemson. Otherwise we're going to con- consider leaving. They took to, they, they haven't come up with anything. And I think that they're now just saying like, we're going to leave. I think that they might, their patience is out. 
You know what I've never understood, Joe? You know what I've never understood as long as these TV deals have been a thing? Well, there's two things. Mm-hmm. So I love Josh Pate, but he did steal my take on this. I love him like a brother, but he did steal my take on it. None of us are talking about fans, okay? None of us are talking about players. None of us, okay, on these shows. But the biggest thing is, man, why does – and I, I just don't – I can't fathom this. Why does Vanderbilt and Duke get paid the same exact money as Florida State? Doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Joe, let's just be real. And we don't have to get into numbers, obviously. I'm not doing that. But our show, Taking Off Leaps and Bounds, AYS, your, your, your show that you have separate from this one as well, we get paid differently based off of how, how our performance is. That's how yeah. reality works, right? Yeah. We are, Joe, here's the truth. Me and you are in the business. We yes. know how this works. We are on Fubo TV. We be we are in those conversations. You make a different number than I do. And I make a number a different number than the next guy. That's how it always works. Capitalism. I don't understand it. But it's for the want for, for parody. What parody? They want there to be parody, but there's never been parody. There's never going to be parody because as long as you got big institutions, I know I'm getting way too much into it, but as Mm -hmm. long as you have massive institutions that want to pay money, I I mean. Right. (laughs) Joe. Terrible model. Southeastern has no boosters. We did seven NIL deals last year. With them. Okay, meaning me. All right? Mm-hmm. Sammy, Stephen F. Austin ain't got that. No. But it doesn't matter. You're not equal. No. The reason that Southeastern continues to win the Southland, even though you didn't put them in your top 10. I don't know. Wait, where did I rank them? You I knew did. that this was – this. did I rank them? Do you wait, understand wait. Do you understand that they're projected to win the Southland Conference and you did, you put other teams ahead of them? Other Southland teams ahead of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put Southeastern Louisiana at 17. That's reasonable. They just barely that's re- snuck that's in. That's not reasonable. They, snuck, not- they snuck into they won the their, They won their the conference. How, you, how, how do you win your conference and sneak in? Like That's like saying that um, Tulane <laughs> should be should be a, a top By 10 the team. way, did you the see, South- the, did you Wait, see me and Tim Brando's back and forth on the Crane and Company thing? No. We speaking of Florida State, me and him got into it. He's like speaking of Tulane, he's like, they're gonna end up a top ten team at the end of the year. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He he did he had Florida State out and Tulane in. That's insane. And I, I and look, it was cordial, and I know Timmy B blocks a lot of people, but it was cordial. And I uh-huh. told Brando, I'm like, Brando, bro, I, I don't know what game you're watching, but the front seven of Florida State will go to jail for murder if they I play Tulane. So. This yes. is, and he says, well, what about USC and Kansas State? I said, they got Jared, they got better verses on Florida State than the entire Bible, and his name yeah. is Jared, okay? Yes. So <laughs> you're going to have to find, and they were like, well, we got Cam Wire from LSU. Cam Wire gave up seven pressures and three and a half sacks against Jared Verse and a half. Yes, please. Please think Tulane's going to be able to contain him. That's ridiculous. That, I didn't see that. I didn't see yeah. that, but I still stand by my placement in the stats poll. My ballot, I put – I'm sticking with them at 17. Southeastern Louisiana. The South, okay, You have to admit the Southland's not like a – like it's not It's not the CAA. It's not the Mountain West. It's not the big sky. There's a power three in the FCS. It's not – there's right. no power I'm five. Not, I'm, not, I'm not debating this Rudy Pooness. I'm just – Okay. All right. I'm just not. I'm just not because you have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I know. I, I have a, a media ballot. I was given a ballot because I know what I'm talking about. Well, you know, you, you, can I can I, <laughs> can I make you can I tell you the truth? Yeah, go ahead. They just try to make you feel special. No, oh, oh, boo! That's a no. Oh, come on, don't give me that. Don't they give try me that to make crap. You feel special. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep pushing. They give me Corso a ballot too. If they lose a game, I'm taking them out. They're out of the, the out of the top 25, just for you saying that. All right. You ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. 
Sorry about good friends over at Bet Online. Before we do that, everybody do us a favor. Hit that like and share, baby, all over Facebook, all over Twitter, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. If you're watching us on Fubo TV, TV, welcome. And if you're on YouTube, smash that like button. Man, it helps us with the analytics. Do us a favor. Mm. Hit that like, hit the share. We're back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. Bet Online. Let's talk about them. Florida State on the move. Like their name's Jordan Travis. Hey, Joe, how do you like it? Like what? It doesn't matter how you like it. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag betonline.ag we're back I just got a text from a good buddy of mine who said, why in the world would you be so mean to Joe like that? So you Actually, got people out, you got people, yeah, people, you got people out there sticking up for you, man. Well, you're, you're, it's surprising. I feel like every show it's, you're mean to me. And then, you know, most of your followers come in here and then they're mean to me. So that's nice to hear. Oh, it's a poor baby. Was he getting sad? No, just uh, get to Florida State. Was getting sad? Uh, I, let me yeah. Let me say this. So, uh, LSU uh, LSU Dean line coach Jimmy Lindsey was just rushed to the hospital. Yeah, uh, today I, I believe. Wow. Or yesterday. Um. Yeah. So, man, listen. Some things are bigger than football, and this is one of them. So, Godspeed to uh, Coach Jimmy Lindsey. Uh, LSU's had a very bad rotation at that at that position group. Mm-hmm. Let me also say this: I'm can, I'm going to continue to warn you before we get to this Florida State thing. I'm I'm warning everybody: August the tenth, things are going down in recruiting. Joe, every you better mute me on August the tenth. I'm not going to mute you. I want to see all that. <laughs> I want to be there for all of that. Okay, well, get ready because listen to me. What nobody understands, what nobody understood, the day that Pete Thamel broke the news that Brian Kelly was going to Baton Rouge, it's different here. There's a reason why they're second in national titles behind Alabama since tw- since 2000. There's a reason, because there are dudes here. All I'm going to say is, be careful what See. you say. You, be, you better be careful what you say. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Florida State though, mm-hmm. Joe. Let's go to you on this one. You've been all over this. You've been following it. I, I guess if you want to read some of the quotes, you can. But yeah. just give our viewers what's going on with Florida State. What happened today, and then being on the move. So Florida State's uh, board of trustees um, they met today. They met to discuss the future of their time in the ACC, and I, I think that the expectation coming out of a meeting like this, we saw the Colorado one, we saw the Arizona one. A lot of times it's just speculation. It's, it's trying to figure out like, what's the next move. They came out of here with a decision and with a, a very pointed one. Some of the quotes that really, really stick out to me uh, from Richard McCullough. I think FSU at some point will consider leaving the ACC unless there is a radical change in ACC revenue distribution. Drew Weatherford said, It's not a matter of if we leave the ACC, but how and when we leave. And then the last one from Justin Roth, a solution under the current ACC TV deal, very unlikely, leads us to what's next. The alternative for us staying in the conference the next 13 years is death by a thousand cuts. Waiting is not the answer. So these are like, they're out in the open. There is no interpretation there is no like well let's see what happens like are are they saying one thing meaning the other they just pounded the table and said we want our damn money or we're leaving and it sounds like they're already leaving i really think like i said earlier blake 
them raising the concern before the ACC meetings in media day was their way of saying, you need to start coming up with something, otherwise we're out. Their patience is gone, and they're ready to hit the road. I agree with everything that you said, but I know okay. that my grandpa, my, my grandpappy, Joe, you know, my, my grandpappy was smart. My pop, we call him pop. Pop was smart. You know what pop used to tell me? Everything that Blake you say before the word, but is horseshit. But I don't think it applies to this situation. I agree with what everything you're saying. There's one statement in there that they, that he said that ultimately tells me what he's trying to do. When Florida State today came out and said, we love the ACC and want to work with the ACC, told me, this is what he's trying to say to open public. We don't want to go to the SEC. We know what's going to happen if we go there. It's going to be a bloodbath. But we're going to have to get more money because, listen, Greg Sankey's calling me. Every single day, Greg Sankey's on the phone calling Florida State. I'm assuming he's calling Miami, too, to get three of the schools from Florida in the SEC. If they're going to bring Florida State, I would damn sure believe that they're bringing Miami. I don't think Miami has to worry about money because they're a private institution. They are very well funded. They told the ACC today, Give, we're giving you a year. We are giving you a year. That's what I think he said. But here's the truth. If it's just Florida State, the ACC can counter. If Florida State's the team that leaves and you still have Miami, you still have Clemson, you still have North Carolina and Duke, there is a team out there that you could probably pick up, maybe not as big a brand, as Florida State is, but you can add another team. I think Florida State's got to get Miami with them in this if they're going to really make it on the move. I, I, I Teams do not. Because, Joe, what have we seen? Mm-hmm. This is what we've always seen with conference realignment. Whether it be in 2010, remember when Texas A&M and Missouri both went to the SEC, you had uh, – uh, multiple teams go to the Pac-12. There were the Pac-10 then. You had two teams enter the Pac-10. Obviously, we know what's happening with the Big Ten right now. We'll talk about that in just a minute. They're not going to just solely take one team. Now you have Arizona in the mix to go to the Big 12. So it's not just one team that's more than likely going to the Big 12. Florida State can make that statement all they want but they're going to have to bring somebody else with them to the party to get in the SEC. That's why I believe they're telling the ACC, hey, listen, hey, listen, we want out, but you got to do better. That's how I read what they're saying. So there's parts of this that I, I want to address that you brought up. One, I do agree that if they lose only Florida State, that that doesn't that doesn't actually – it impacts them because it's, it's one of their biggest brands. No but doubt. But they're not replaceable in terms of market size, fan base size, uh, eyeballs that you're going to get on, on, your, on your brand. But the already the size of the conference is big enough where if Florida State leaves, they could add a Tulane, for example. That's not the sexiest name, but an, a, a growing but team. You're that adding has been new born. ones. Right, you're adding New Orleans, you're adding a competitive team that is going to put up a fight. And it, it actually fits with the theme of some of these other schools, which is good academic institutions. But if you start to lose multiple other teams, if Florida, Florida State needs to really put up their fists if they're going to fight here. You know, they can't just be shouting from the other end of the bar, you know, calling them ugly and then running out the back door because they're not really ready to go to a fight. I think that... Right. The way that they acted with Clemson when the ACC meetings came around, that Clemson might be the next to make a move like this. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not who they bring with them. Or if it is uh, Miami, as you talked about. I just think that with all of this out there on the table, 
it benefits them to move on. It does because they are, and a couple other schools are carrying the weight of this conference for football, which is the biggest moneymaker. They are carrying all the weight. And their revenue share is significantly less than if they were in the Big Ten or if they were in the ACC or in the SEC. I don't know which conference they would go to exactly. The SEC makes the most sense. They will go to the SEC. Like, let's. Yeah. Come on. Right. But they need to leave. They're I agree with everything they're saying. They're getting they're getting screwed. And you could argue Are they getting screwed? Here's the thing. Are they? Because let they me, couldn't keep they couldn't keep Jimbo. They didn't they, Jimbo left and he's like that, one of the best well, coaches on. they've that's had in the history of, of their, their program. But that's not a TV issue. That's not a TV ACC issue. If an institution doesn't want to pay their coach, that's on the institution. That has they'd no- have more money, but they'd have more money to work with if they weren't paying Jimbo that money to start off with. Joe, they're not they weren't paying him hundred million dollars guaranteed when Texas AM started calling. Well, if you go to the SEC, you have a lot more money to work with. Maybe you don't they're, have as, as crazy it, of a Joe. fan base. They weren't uh, let me give you a little okay. history lesson if you don't remember. Okay. I do remember okay. Scott Woodward was the athletic director. He was the associate athletic director at LSU when Nick Saban was the head coach. He was part of the staff mm-hmm. that hired Nick Saban. He went to Washington, hired Chris Peterson, went to Texas A&M, hired Jimbo. He's known for $100 million guaranteed contracts. That's what he's known for. Remember, yeah. Jimbo's was $75 million. Well, when they started calling, Florida State said, and by the way, just so we're all understanding here, it was the first guaranteed coach's contract in the history of football. Football, like NFL, yes. yes, of all of football. They were not going to be able to match that. And the truth was, okay. it wasn't really on the institution of Florida State because Jimbo wanted out anyway. Jimbo okay. didn't coach that last game. I, I understand. It's not on the ACC for them and Jimbo. I'm not saying that that is – one million percent the ACC's fault. I'm not like I'm not I'm not trying to make that that connection of like oh he left because he doesn't like the ACC and the the ACC was preventing him from getting more money. I don't see it as that. I am saying that that is a good example of how they were a national championship winning team. They were one of the early teams in the college football playoff, and then Jimmo gets offered way more money to go to another conference. They probably wouldn't have matched it, but was incentivized to go to a team in the best conference in college football. And he took it and he ran with it. And since then, what have they had to show for it? They have, they haven't been nearly as competitive, anywhere near that level of. They were dominant for for a good stretch in the early 2010s. They were really freaking good. They were one of the, you know we talk about dynasties. We talk about how uh, you know George's on this run. They were one of the first teams to make the playoff. They were on a pace to be to have a dynasty to be that good and. They haven't been able to get back there because now the Big Ten is, you know, getting all this no. money in their teams. And Michigan and Ohio State are dominant. The SEC, the, that deal gets all those teams that much money. They're they're trying to play catch-up. They're three steps behind teams that have way more money to play with. I fully disagree with that. 1,000% disagree with that. Because, Why? Be, because they just went out and hired really bad coaches. Joe, they paid – yeah, but they're hiring a bunch of slappies from like smaller but that programs. That is not a conference's issue. Florida State being down and not getting the TV revenue has nothing to do with the ACC at all to some extent because, Joe, you went out and paid $20 million to Willie Taggart in a buyout. Then you're paying an extra $20 million to fire him and get him out of there. Okay? Yes. Yes. Hold on. So just stay with me for just a second. Okay. They had $40 million tied into Willie Taggart, give or take. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay? The reason you don't have money is because you poorly managed it. And the reason that Mike Norvell did not get fired, like, Joe, we know this. This isn't opinion anymore. Like, Mike Norvell has openly talked about this. The reason that they didn't fire Mike Norvell was the simple nature and they get praised because, oh, they gave Mike Norvell more time. No, that's not what yeah. happened. They did not have the money because they had all that money tied into Willie Taggart. That's the real reason. And here's another truth. You know why you're getting the money you're paid? Here's, here's the reason why. Because nobody was watching your games. 
because of your lack of competence and doing the Willie Taggart deal, that's what kept you down. Like, let's not act like this is all on Jimbo because uh, uh, okay. hold on, hold on. I gave you a lengthy time here. Okay. Because great institutions pivot immediately and do what they have to do. Let's go through them just in this last cycle. Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly. Oh, by the way, a couple of years ago, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, Urban Meyer, 2007. There was a guy by the name of Nick Saban, Alabama went to go get. At some point, it's on you as the institution to make right decisions. You, hey, they, you know why Florida okay. State's going out there saying they're broke? Because you just spent $40 million in buyout money. That's the real reason that nobody wants to talk about. Poor, poor hiring decisions, yes, is why they have been so unsuccessful over, the, you know, over this recent stretch that we're talking about. But what I'm trying to get at, and I'm, I'm not trying to – I'm not saying that the ACC is the reason for all of their troubles, but – they are not in an advantageous position Joe, they're to succeed paid. to get back where they were I, in the early 2010s. And what are you doing with $35 million a year? Because I don't know if you know this, the SEC made $42 million last year. I, I, I know $11 million is a lot of money, and it is a lot of money. Uh -huh. But let's not act as if $11 million is making or breaking Florida State because it's not. You know who else it's not making or breaking? Hold on. Guess who yeah. it's not making and breaking? Clemson. Clemson's been fine because they've had the time. same head coach. <laughs> they've had the same head coach. They haven't that's the point. It comes down to you're getting paid $11 million difference. It's not uh -huh. like the Pac-12 when you have a $20, 30000000 million difference. Now, that is a problem, and I will agree with you. But all this boo-hooing and, let's call it what it is, pussyfooting around and grown-ass men with saggy-ass titties complaining about we're not getting ours, well, you made really stupid decisions. And the institutions that, and, oh, well, we want to go to the SEC now. Here's the only thing that's going to happen that they're, when they go to the SEC. You ready? Mm -hmm. You're going to come here, and you're still going to fucking suck. That's okay, wait, 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 wait. But that—that's the—that's the part where I'm—I don't don't agree with. And I, you I, look, mean to tell just, me that an mm -hmm. institution that like Florida State, who does not win national titles without Bobby Bowden, is going to come in the SEC and start kicking ass? They—I'm uh, not saying that they're going to come in and, and immediately win the SEC. But if of the rumored teams to go to the SEC, and then the two teams that are currently joining in Texas and Oklahoma, I would argue that Florida State is the best path to success i think that they have they the stronger likelihood to be successful early on in their time in the sec if they did make that transition the sec is a tough conference i get that but they're not going to walk in and get their ass completely waxed i think that they're a better program than a number of programs in the sec they have a track record history of winning national championships it's with bobby bowden and jimbo fisher they can be uh, a, a, a players, with Bobby with Bobby's players and culture. And we okay, J Jimbo Bobby didn't recruit Jameis Winston. No, but there wasn't an institution of winning at Texas AM and Jimbo went to AM and got his ass kicked. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Uh -huh. We're also talking about Florida State this year being a national championship and caliber I agree team. With you, but they made a the, the reason that the decision worked was because you gave the coach time because you couldn't pay him out. I get what you're saying, Joe, and I know that you want conferences in, in this realignment. They're not getting hosed. Here's the truth. You yes, want to know the how? Joe, if people aren't watching their games, okay, so I'm glad you brought this up. You know, people, people are only, the only people in the ACC people people are only watching four teams. No one's but, watching Virginia, Virginia Tech, Boston College. No one's watching Duke games. No one's watching Georgia Tech games. People Joe, are only watching Miami, Florida State, Florida State, State one game. Florida State did not have but one game in the top ten of most viewed games last year. Week because one. they're playing nobody. They're not playing Yo, anybody. Clemson and nobody? That's their only good competitive game. And you then LSU was the only other one. Top ten. 
Wait, if you have part? a very strong fan, so how does LSU versus Southern get in the top twenty? Did that you outperform? Did, yeah, did that outperform. How Florida is LSU State? versus Southern? How are you going to convince me that an SEC team playing the HBCU gets in the top 20s and Florida State in a premier conference, a third best conference, I might add, you play Clemson and you can't get there. It's what channel was LSU Southern on? Nobody is watching the fucking game. What channel was was LSU Southern SEC, on? Uh, SEC Plus. That's even more because it was streamed. They I need to see this list. ESPN came out list. with a press release and said that, oh, it's one of, if not our most watched streamed games of the year. But, okay, I would also argue, though, that the SEC has the best, not only it's the best product, but they have the best media arm and media production out of any of the other conferences. I, I don't know the intricacies of either media operations, but I'd be willing to bet that the SEC is propping up their teams to be viewed a lot more and more effectively and more easily than Florida State. And I'm sure that's part of the reason for why they're upset, that they have a big enough of a fan base to be high up in those rankings for some of the most watched games of the year, but they're not exactly being promoted or propped up as such. I, I'm pretty sure that that, and I might be wrong here, that Florida State Clemson game wasn't even on ABC. Like, wasn't that like an ESPN or ESPN2 game or something stupid like that? What does it matter? You, you have an ESPN deal. You should, that Florida State Clemson should be on ABC. I'd be, I, I, I would love but, to, if there's a way for us to check what the, what the TV lineup was that year. All right. Last year. We're not going to agree I on this. I, I don't, I, you know, I love you, correct? You know that I love you. All right. So what I'm about yes. to say is going to sting a little, but I love you. Okay. Not surprising. I am so tired of Rudy Poos coming out here saying the team's getting hosed when it's $11 million difference and it, and your boost. But you're already in a, you're already in a conference. That's you're already in a conference. You're not, you're not hearing able to hear what I'm saying, but you're already in a conference. That's not getting hosed, man. I, I just heard like the death scream from hell and got nervous. <laughs> is everything all good? <laughs> you yeah, good? Oh, God, Jesus. All right, do you want to flip the script to, to Big Ten on that note? <laughs> My heart rate is 109. Oh, God. <laughs> do you need to take a quick breather before we flip? <laughs> no, we're good. All right, you want to get to this Big Ten thing? Yeah, I want to talk about the Big Ten because we've got a crazy – lineup of stories today this is are we going to be able to get to washington i think we can spend 15 minutes on washington i don't you think wanna, we need to go much further. i mean we've talked let's talk oregon washington very briefly let's just talk about the big 10 all right so reported today that teams and yeah. print and presidents are meeting about adding oregon and washington to the big 10 you know when i knew what you know when i knew they were going to the big 10 when I came on this show, remember, on Monday, and I said that, and I said it doesn't matter because Oregon knows that they're going to be fine. You remember that? I remember. I texted this to some buddies, and I Mm -hmm. said, "Why is Dan Lanning signing?" I came on Monday and said this. Why is Dan Lanning signing that deal? Why has he got a twenty million dollar extension if he doesn't know what's going on with the conference? It's That's a very good point. Grade A detective work. Journalisming. They knew. He knew. He would not have signed that extension if he didn't know. And let me tell you what else he knows. He knows they ass is going to the Big Ten. It's happening. <laughs> Look, I find it funny. Again, I said this last week. Every commissioner was being really coy. They were all trying to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're focused on this upcoming season was, was kind of like the gist of the statement from all these commissioners. But Teddy's making some moves. And look, I know that you said, and I, I didn't agree with, or I didn't disagree with what you had stated where 
why do these conferences that want to poach these Pac-12 teams, why do they need to do anything? Why can't they just wait for the Pac-12 to dissolve and then just come in? I, I really applaud the Big Ten in being aggressive. Go get the pick of the best teams. Go come out swinging. Go grab them. You're is the biggest really, brand. Is it really being aggressive because they're both negotiating? They're both playing possum. You ever seen the movie Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck? I have not. I have not. All right. So Ben Affleck and his – in the co-main character, they play this game called Chicken. You ever heard of Chicken? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what Chicken is. Where you, you're flying at each other and the, la the first person that breaks loses. <laughs> That's basically what just happened. And you know who won? Oregon. Oregon yeah. won. <laughs> so you yes. know what's going to happen? Oregon's going to get the same amount of money everybody else is. Because if you think that the Big Ten wasn't trying to negotiate paying them 50 cents on the dollar to get them in here, you're crazy. All right? Well, Oregon said, all right, cool. And you know what they did in the meantime, Joe? They called 1-800-HUSKIES, and they said, don't make a freaking move. We got you, dog, because we're the closest to you. You're in Seattle, and we're in Eugene. Don't make a move. They're gonna cup. They're gonna break. And all the time long, Washington was so scared and so scared. But Oregon was still on the phone with them. Don't worry about it, baby. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about. Daddy's gonna come through. And today, Washington called Oregon and said, "My God, you beautiful ass duck, you did it. They're gone, brother. It's over. Okay, like yeah. I, let's not sugarcoat the obvious. It is over." I, I got to say, I have to bring this up. Um, it's it's really funny, the other teams that were a part of this. Cal and Stanford? They they were the two teams that everyone was saying. What did I tell you on Monday? Hold on. Do you remember what happened Monday? Did I, I not bring up, did I not say the name of Cal Berkeley? Did that not come out of my mouth on Monday? I don't remember the, uh, the fashion in which you said it. Stamp it. Your boy okay. came out here and said, I heard the Big 12's even looking at Cal Berkeley to get an academic institution in here. And I, again, guess what happened in the comments? Everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no. They listen, and Cal Berkeley is going to be – let me tell you something. They will pay everybody the same if it means adding Stanford and Cal for the academic prestige. I am telling you, Joe – I am telling yeah. you, you know what's going to happen? 1-800-GO-IRISH. They're going to pick up the phone again and say, we got a lot of academic institutions in this hoe. Look how much money they make. There it is. I knew that this was this – was... look, I've said it before. If Notre Dame joins a conference and they're forced into the power conferences, which is – by the way, I we haven't said this. We're getting the power. We're getting the power conferences. Like this is this is. We're watching it unfold in front of us. I am so not. Is it going to be three it? of them? Is it going to be three? I, I I think so. That's the trajectory we're on. We are witnessing a step by step process of someone's going to write a book about this, and we're going to sit and when we're sixty or seventy, and we're geriatric as hell, we're going to be sitting there and we're going to be like, damn, that that really happened. We're going to be reading the book that breaks down about well, it started with. Texas and Oklahoma, and then it ended up with three conferences. That's the path that we're going on right now. But, but you I, see what Notre Dame's asking NBC for? They can get that. They can get what they're asking million? for. million? Did you just see what they were just paid by Under Armour? Why would you? Well, first off, first off, they were paid one of the most lucrative Under Armour deal, deals. That Under Armour deal is trash. For it's Notre Dame or for Under Armour? For Notre Dame, they what should have moved mean? to Nike. Joe, you Why get paid ten million dollars for the for the deal. Okay, annually, read, huh? It's yeah. annually. Yes. Do you know what Nike pays the premier what? institutions? Like seventeen what? and a half. I didn't know that. <laughs> you did not. I didn't know that. Not, yeah, you did not win that deal, buddy. You got fucking hosed. That sucks. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. I wish I didn't okay, know that. Okay, <laughs> well, so yeah. Like, I talked to uh, Stringfellow is the guy. That, like, they get paid. like, And not only do they get that, Joe, you get one shoe a year. They got every Nike shoe ever created. 
Like Nike is making Air Jordans into cleats. Uh, okay. <laughs> so beside, besides the point, I think that Notre Dame definitely does control their, you know, their trajectory for negotiating a media rights deal. But one thing that is beneficial to them if they do join the Big Ten is that there's already an NBC relationship with the Big Ten. So it doesn't really take anything for if they're halfway through the new media rights deal for them to just make that transition and move into the Big Ten. You know what would be interesting? What? If Notre Dame – let me tell you what I would do, speaking of the ACC, to put this all in one big-ass bow. Mm -hmm. You ready? What if the ACC calls Notre Dame? Because they do have a very working and really good relationship. Stay with me. Okay. Now, remember, I'm just going to let, I'm just going to tell you, remember that your boy, because I keep saying these and it's like the future keeps coming. Okay. What if NBC gives a total of $100 million a year for college football, 75, 70, whatever it is going to, Notre Dame, $30 million going to the ACC for some split games working with ESPN. What does it help with ESPN? You get paid. Other teams get paid. would be like another 5 to $7 million more a year for all the other teams in the conference. You play maybe one or two games a year on NBC, and everybody's happy. I'm going to tell you something. I, I know this like I know the back of my hand. If you think Notre Dame and the ACC aren't talking, you're outside your box. And I hear every Notre Dame person on planet Earth saying that they would go to the Big Ten. But all I keep hearing up in Raleigh, North Carolina, Joe, okay, you want to if you want to get in a source off, but the people uh, in the building, the people in the ACC offices are letting it be known we are doing what we think that we can do to get Notre Dame. If you now listen, that's not me saying I think that they're going there. I don't think that they're going there. Like, I, I really don't. But COVID told you a lot. When COVID happened, who did Notre Dame run to? Well, they they, they had to do that. Matter. They couldn't join another conference. They had they had to do that. Shit. Because they, they already have a – it would have been really, really poor bedside manner if they ran to the Big Ten and they already have – a. They're already – they're a member of the ACC. Like, let's not let's say it incorrectly. They're all, a member of the Catholic? ACC except for football. Are you I Catholic? Am, I, I am Catholic. Me too. Don't talk to me being Catholic about bedside manner. But it would be inappropriate Do for them to run to another conference to me because they're already a member of the ACC. Manner when every Sunday you know that you're going to get a sip of wine. They had to do that. Do y'all do? Do y'all do wine in the north, or do y'all probably do grapefruit? Don't you? No, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, y'all probably do grapefruit. Stop it. My my point you. is here. I know you. Y'all use grapefruit. I don't disagree with the premise that there already there probably has been, especially the ACC is about to lose its, you know, lose its shirt here. That they're not trying to you know keep in touch with everybody. I I still think that it's best for them in their future to join the Big Ten. The Big Ten has evolved into an already great conference to being it's the second best. It is now the second best, very close behind the SEC, and they're making more money than the SEC. So it doesn't it would be so stupid for the long term future of Notre Dame to stick with the ACC. They need to go to the Big Ten. If this is happening, if these four teams are coming and they get up to what is that eighteen teams then? What they'd be at, I, I don't know if that number is right. I'm just guessing. If they're trying to get to 20, Notre Dame needs to go to the Big Ten. Somebody pointed out, yes, they're affiliated with the Big Ten, but they're only affiliated with the Big Ten. They're only affiliated with the Big Ten in hockey. It's so funny it's, that they're named Sleepy Joe, too. You call me Sleepy? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you want to get to this Washington thing? Yeah, I think 15 minutes is plenty of time to talk about that. Well, I ain't got 15 minutes. I got like <laughs> 10. All right, 10 minutes. Let's talk about them. All right. Here's my deep, dark, distant analysis and my deep, 
dark breakdown on Washington. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. I can run through your D-line. I can run about some of the replacements that you have. I can look at linebacker and DBs, some of the replacements and add-ons that you have. I can quite honestly look at your O-line. That was somewhat solid, but someone was, I believe, subpar at times last year too. You had good wide receivers. Can you replace good wide receivers? None of it matters. Let me tell you why. I told you this about every Pac-12 team that we've done. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to what Michael Penix Jr. does. And I am a Michael Penix Jr. stan and will continue to be. They are not winning the Pac-12. It is not happening. Unless Michael Penix Jr. goes stupid like he did last year. They don't have the talent nor the depth, Joe. They don't. Okay? I My whole thing goes, and my deep, deep analysis Get the ball in the hands of your quarterback as many times as you can and pray to God he doesn't go down. I agree, disagree with all that uh, com- completely. I think it might be my biggest disagreement with you yet on descriptions okay. of some of these teams. I think that they have the most well-rounded roster in the Pac-12, and of I think that they have the most do. veteran roster with very talented, all-American caliber talent at key positions more than any other team in the Pac-12. And I'll go as far as to say they're not recognized enough as having one of the most well-rounded rosters in the entire country. Their offensive line is very stout across the board. Troy Fotanu, who I'm probably mispronouncing his name, is a very underrated offensive lineman, and he's not the only one that's that's been a, a dominant player amongst that group. Jalen McMillan, Roma Dunze, two 1,000-yard receivers that are coming back. How many teams do we know that have two 1,000-yard receivers? There's, there's very, very few. Their defensive line is led by Braylon Trice, who is a wrecking ball. He is the best edge rusher in the Pac-12, and he is going to finish as the best pass rusher in the Pac-12 at the end of the season. But the big thing for me, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any question marks on Michael Penix. I know what he is. I know who he is. He's got the receivers. He's got a decent run game. He's got a great offensive line. He threw for, what, almost 5,000 yards, somewhere in that range last year? He's going to do it again. They're going to go back to the Pac-12 championship game, and I actually would not be shocked if they lose to USC the first time that they don't come back around and beat them the second time. And you think that they have enough defensively to stop USC? You think that they're a better well-rounded roster than Oregon? Because I don't. I think offensively they're more explosive than Oregon. I didn't ask you that. Their defense... I it's didn't not elite, ask you that, but it's good. I asked you, do they have a better, well-rounded roster than Oregon? They had a better, more well-rounded roster than Oregon last year, and they, they beat them. And I know it's because Bonix got hurt. I know it's because Bonix got hurt. But they didn't lose anybody to the draft. Nobody left. Nobody jumped to the NFL. All of the important players came back. Yes or no answer. That's the only thing that you can answer. Does Washington have a better well-rounded roster than Oregon? Yes or no? Yes. I'm going to go as far as to say yes. They're better receivers. Their defense is is is, is not getting their enough credit. Their D-line is not – their front seven is not better. It's not. I think you're discounting Braylon Trice. I, I can't do that to Trice. Yesterday I said, who – but I can't do that to Trice because yeah. he, he, he is a pretty good player. Um, I'm just not buying on them as a team, man. I buy Michael Penix. I buy what he does. But I just believe that if you take and, – and it's like any quarterback, right? If you take any <laughs> – if you took Michael Penix off that team, they cannot survive. Now, I get what you're saying in reference to, like, Blake, if you take any quarterback off of any team, they wouldn't survive. I just don't think that – I don't think that if their offense gets shut down a game that their defense could ultimately win it for them. I, I don't. And you know what else I saw, Joe? If you want to talk about the entire country, I did see Texas pushing them, ar- them around up front. Now, Texas defensively got pushed around up front, but that yes. pushed them around. So – 
Are you? Am I to believe that if if Texas can push them around up front with a very young offensive line, that USC can't? By the way, Joe, they just got two uh, transfer interior offensive linemen. Okay, they're going to start, and I think Lincoln's pretty good at, at developing O linemen. We've seen that USC, Oklahoma, like we've seen him do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they have enough ultimately. That's just me. I, I don't. I, I look at them and I just don't see it. Like I and maybe I'm wrong there, but I can't. I, I can't see. It. I think that they may be a game better, but winning the outright thing, I don't think they could do it because I do still think USC can do it. I, I'm not like banging the table for them to necessarily come in and win the Pac-12. I just think that that three-way race between those teams, Oregon, Washington, USC, is a lot closer than it has been depicted. And I feel like a lot of USC fans have just assumed it's been a foregone conclusion that they are going to win the Pac-12. I, the bigger part for me is that USC lives and dies by the shootout. They live and die by how many points they can throw up on the board and you know outspeed you. How quickly can they score? And I think if anyone in this conference, any team, can do that and keep up with them and put up 40 points to, to win in a shootout. It is Washington. And that's, that's literally what happened last year. And again, they're returning a lot of these guys when they played Oregon, it came down to being a high scoring competitive game. Bo Nix got hurt. And then they won the football game. I'm not saying that. So I, you're, I know you literally just made my point. Yeah, but Thank they're you. returning all of those guys. No, just, Bo Nix got no, hurt, not Michael you, Penix. But just, I know, but you're making my point in reference to if their defense can or cannot stop somebody. Thank you for making my point for me. Like, you're thinking that they will, Wait. but if, if, if defensively they don't show up against USC, then what? Then what? My point is that they would be fine. If they don't show up, nobody shows up up defensively against the USC is the point. It doesn't matter if you get blown out by 70 or lose by a point. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're going to lose. No one has stopped USC offensively. The only team that did that kind of was Utah. And it's because Caleb Williams got banged up in the first quarter and he couldn't move and he was completely bottled up. You know what my grandpappy once used to tell me? What? Said Playboy Bunnies don't care if you win by 70 or you win by one, but they want to be with winners. And if you win by one, it doesn't matter. I can't disagree with that logic. Yeah. Grandpappy said that your money comes when you're winning, and so does the women. The winning and the women. Did he actually say that? Yeah. (laughs) And then he'd son and say, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, right. it gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. Got a little crazy, but we never got caught. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> down by the river on a Saturday night. You could end any argument by just singing. Singing wow. that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Good show. Uh, good show. A lot of disagreement. It's good to be back and disagreeing. I love it so much. All right. It's almost season time. It is. God bless it, Jesus. Camp starts tomorrow. I'm excited for Camp it. Camp starts tomorrow. See y'all Saturday, right? Saturday. Saturday. Peace.